Let's begin reading at Romans 12 and 1, coming from the New King James Version. And it reads, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world. Now, let's hear that again. And do not be conformed to this world. But be what transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now, the word transform definition um, is on um, one of the definitions says is to change in composition or structure. Also, it reads another part of the definition says for so transform says to change the outward form or appearance of and another part of the um, definition says to change in character or condition convert amen the word transform by the renewing of your mind amen so if you hear this word and you understand that we need to be what transform you know uh verse two let's read verse two all the way again it said and do not be conformed to this world and what you're seeing is you're seeing people actually conforming to the world ways you're seeing preachers doing the world way but the Bible said, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and perfect that what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. One of the question that my first question for this Bible study that I have is, are you in the will of God? You need to ask yourself that. Are you in the will of God? Are you in the will of God? Because if you're in the will of God, you will know, amen, you'll be transformed, <laughs> amen, you would be doing the things of the world, and don't say, I'm doing this, the world thing to try to win the world, amen, amen, let's just, let's just be honest, you know, that you're hearing people saying, um, what's the, what's this favorite phrase that I'm hearing now, do everything but sin, do everything to win but sin we got to be careful that what doing everything doesn't mean um starting to act like the culture so much that you're saying this is the only way i can win their soul amen the word of god is enough amen the word of god is enough we don't need to start to conform start to act like the world to just to win the world no we don't need to start dressing like the world just to win the world amen amen the word of god is enough amen don't feel like i hear preach i hear some preachers saying uh I, I i gotta do more i gotta add stuff to the you know i gotta add this and add that god's word does not need you to add it or to subtract something you know i heard this preacher recently not recently probably been a while back he said we need a new gospel to to help the the singles i said no that's that don't even make sense so you telling god's word is not good enough for today's culture because oh the singles that they're going through so much 
God's word is enough. So my first question is, are you in the will of God? Are you living in the will of God? Are you walking in the will of God? Amen. Now we're going to go to Acts 9. We're going to look at Acts 9. I hope you got your reading glasses. We're going to do a little reading. Um, but we're going to go to Acts 9, starting at verse 1. And we're going to look at um, Saul. As Saul is on, on the road to Damascus, Damascus Road, which this is where Saul get converted, which now maybe you know him as Paul, but at first he was Saul, which, you know, he wasn't, he was a, a I, would, I would say uh, he wasn't for the Christian. Let's just put it like that. He was not for the Christian as he, as he was as Saul, but he was converted. He was transformed. So now we're going to see how Saul was transformed to Paul. Amen. So let's read at verse 1, Acts 9. And it says, Then Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord. So the scripture is saying that he's still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord. So you, so you know that this man was against the disciples of the Lord. So he's not for the, the Christians. He's not for the Christ followers. So he's um, breathing threats and murders murder against the disciples of the Lord went to the high priest and he asked letters from him to the synagogue of Damascus so that if he found any who were of the way whether men or women he might bring them bound to Jerusalem as he journeyed he came near Damascus now this is where it all started as he journeyed he came near Damascus and suddenly the Bible said a, and suddenly a light shone, shone around him from heaven then he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him Saul Saul why are you persecuting me and Saul said who are you Lord even Paul know this is somebody greater so he said who are you Lord then the Lord said I am who I am Jesus whom you are persecuting and it is hard for you to kick against the goals so he trembling so he trembling and astonished so this this man Saul that was a great man a powerful man that was breathing threats as we read in verse 1 breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord he was a, a uh, he was against the Christians he was not, not for the disciples of the Lord he wanted to kill them you know and now you see him at verse 6 trembling under the voice of the Lord because the scripture says, so he, so he trembling and astonished said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Now, Saul is saying, Lord, what do you want me to do? Then the Lord said to him, arise and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. So verse seven says, and the man who journey with him stood speechless hearing a voice but seeing no one so 
they're hearing the voice too but they don't see anyone so they're 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 with Saul on the way and then all of a sudden they hear this loud voice or hear this voice and but they don't see anyone Verse 8 says, Then Saul arose from the ground, and when his eyes were opened, and the Bible said, When his eyes were open, he saw no one. So, so just imagine you just open your eyes and you still don't see no one. So now Paul Saul is blinded. Because the scripture said he opened his eyes and he saw no one, but they led him by the hand and brought him him into Damascus and he was and he was three days without sight he was three days without sight and neither ate nor drank so Saul didn't even drink anything he didn't eat anything while he didn't have any sight amen verse 10 says now there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias and to him the Lord said in a vision so so Ananias got a vision from the Lord and in the vision Ananias said and he said here I am Lord so in the vision Ananias says here I am Lord so when Ananias is saying here I am Lord he's saying what do you have me to do Lord what what what's next here I am. I'm, I'm ready to be used. And the second question that I have in this Bible study is, I want you to understand, are you ready to be used by the Lord? You know, Ananias was ready and he said, here I am, Lord. But he didn't know what he was going to have to do. But the question that I have is, are you ready to be used by the Lord? Are you ready to be used by the Lord? You know, because... Sometimes you might say, I, I'm ready, and then God give you something to do. He give you a task, and you're like, oh, I didn't know it was going to be that, you know. You're like, oh, I didn't know I was going to have to go over there. Or I didn't know I was going to have to go speak to this person. I didn't know I was going to have to go pray for that person. So are you ready to be used by the Lord? The second question that you need to ask yourself. Amen. Um, verse 11, let's go to verse 11. It says, so the Lord said, to him arise and go to the street called straight and inquiries at the house of Jews for one called Saul of Tarsus so so this is what the word this is what the Lord said to him let's read it again arise and go to the street called straight and inquire at the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus for behold he is praying and in a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him so that he might receive his sight. So the word of the Lord is saying to Ananias that Saul of Tarsus is praying. And in a vision, he sees a man named you, Ananias, praying for him, putting his hand on him so that he might receive his sight. Now look at verse 13. Let's look at verse 13. Now Ananias answered, Lord, I've heard from many about this man, how much harm he has done to 
saints in Jerusalem. Now, now Ananias is is like, yeah, I know he says, here I am, Lord. He was he was ready to be used, but for a second, he said, wait a minute, I, um, this is the guy that I've heard about, and and he have done some a lot of harm to to the saints. You know, um, <laughs> you want me to do what? Pray for him. He's supposed to receive his sight. And Ananias had a moment. He had a he had a he said, Lord, I have heard from many. Now he have heard about somebody. You know, sometimes you might have a past or you might know somebody and now they're saved and born again. You like, but I know that person when they wasn't saved, and I remember what they used to do. And you like, oh, that person got a, a strong past, but you know, you just can't hold that person on that path because now God is is transforming Saul to Paul. He's transforming his life. And, and, and this is what you're seeing, a transformation that's happening. And so Ananias is like, wait a minute. I, I, I don't know. I didn't know he's been changed. I don't I didn't know you was using him. I, all I know is many says about this man. How much harm he has done to your saints, to, to your saints, Lord, in Jerusalem. So the third question that I have for this Bible study is, could you help someone that has done you wrong or done your people wrong? Could you help somebody or someone that has done you wrong or done your people wrong? You just need to ask yourself that question. Um, verse 14 let's read verse 14 it says and here he has authority from the chief priest to bind all who call on your name verse 15 says but the Lord said to him go for he is a chosen vessel now the Lord is telling Ananias for he is a chosen vessel Vessel, yes, I know what he done, but he's chosen. He's a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before Gentiles, kings, and the trender of Israel. For I will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. And Ananias went his way. Now Ananias went on and entered the house and laying his hands on him, he said, "Brother Saul, this is what this is what." Um, Ananias said, Brother Saul, amen. He's, he's welcoming him. He's welcomed him. Even though he heard, but he's like, the Lord has spoken. The Lord has said he is a chosen vessel. And he left it at that. He could have been like, no, nah, Lord, I don't know. But he said, no. The Lord said, go. And when you're saying, are you ready to be used? When we said, are the what was the second question the second question are you ready to be used by the lord and when you're saying yes you're ready to be used by the lord you don't sit there and pick and choose how 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 you want to be used lord you're saying hey i'm ready so ananias was ready and the lord said go for he is a chosen vessel so ananias went his way the verse 17 said ananias went his way and entered the house and laying his hand on him said brother Saul that's a different he didn't 
He didn't say Saul of Tarsus. He didn't say this 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 bad guy, this this Christian hater, this 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 murderer. He said, Brother Saul, welcome him in that way. He said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you came, has sent me that you might receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And immediately there fell from his eyes something like scales, and he received his sight at once, the Bible said. He received his sight at once. He received his sight at once. And he arose and was baptized right after. Amen. So in the last verse says that I'm going to read, it says, So when he had received food, he was strengthened. Then Saul spent some days with the disciples at Damascus. Amen. So right here you're seeing that you saw the transformation of Saul. Now, yes, he, his name went to Paul eventually, but, and as you probably know, Apostle Paul. Amen. So, this is what transformation is about. Amen. This is what transformation is about. So, all right. That's all I got, you guys. As always, be intentional, live intentional, and stay intentional. Go and be the church. God bless. Thank you.